1: This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast covering Monday Night Raw, where uh, we have a new number one contender for the Universal title. We had a lot of wrestling in-ring action tonight coming from San Francisco at the brand new Chase Center, where they are for two nights in a row. WWE uh, put on quite a show. Matt, what did you think of tonight's Monday Night Raw? Good uh, good effort. Yeah. good old, good, Good college try, right? as far as wrestling action goes, I mean, I felt like tonight the matches were given a good amount of time. Nothing felt cut short. The audience uh, yeah. took a little while to wake up. I don't know about the storyline, but, uh, that were pushed tonight, but I will say, uh, next week on the season premiere of Monday night raw, that seemed so ridden into weird. the ground tonight. It was
2: weird too, because it's what are we supposed to believe that every week that we chime not chime in but we invest ourselves to watch this show you know for three hours that uh you know all those other shows weren't as important this show is the most important because it's the season premiere you guys are not a sitcom yeah i get it sports entertainment's tough right because it's its own genre so i get what they're doing to create excitement anytime you have an opportunity to create excitement you need to take it but you're not a sitcom you're not a comedy relax it's you know you're not running reruns over the summer and then now you're back
1: feels like it though i feel like we've been watching i totally
2: time. just said that up, but i just
0: realized that
1: yeah so what are you most excited for on the season premiere of monday night Raw? <laughs> Xbox,
0: Justin? what am i most excited yeah, for? yeah what are you most excited yeah. for Probably that I hear that we're going to get a new stage in design. I'm, I'm getting up for that. I always that's love, awesome. Yeah. Well, I always that love, is awesome. I always love that. Suppose I'm, I'm burning our news stories right now. Supposedly Pyro's coming back. We'll talk about Hell that.
2: Hell yes.
0: Um. Yeah. You know, to the point. Yeah. When, when you hammer season premiere is next week, uh, but you don't label this current week as the season finale. To me, Ooh. it just means you're just trying to get through this. And so that's what happened to me. There was a lot of good bell to bell action. Uh, good, the guy the guy in the finale. Good yeah, the, the guys and girls worked their asses off as they normally do. Right. But I just kind of felt like asking myself more times than not tonight, uh, what is the point of this? Or is, is this worth my time? Mind you, I say is this worth my time? I was <laughs> I, I was I, I was self torturing myself to watch the Redskins on Monday Night Football. So like I'm already in a pissy mood uh and, and 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 judging things. But yeah, I mean, you know, season premiere, I'm excited for next week. Next week is the You're weekend. a Redskins fan? A long, since I've been since I've been born, and uh... <laughs> you broke
1: him, Justin. Uh, well, I couldn't gonna, do it. In he's three gonna or... bring,
0: he's gonna bring his cowboy stuff back.
1: Oh well, let's, there you let's go. Just,
0: let's just let him. Let's let him have the laugh. Where's the cowboy stuff? As I was saying though, yeah, it just you know, next week is the week. Where's the cowboy stuff? There's the cowboy stuff. <laughs> um next week is the week that we're all waiting for in wrestling it's the season premiere of raw it's SmackDown. the Fox. <laughs> it's aew so sure. it's like, just get through this week and basically
1: now that being said t- tonight matt t- tonight feel do to you like okay next week's the season premiere that's where all they're really putting all the creative ideas tonight let's just let the boys go out there and the girls go out there and wrestle put on a show and let them do their thing
2: well speaking of them boys we're undefeated how well, about them don't. cowboys <laughs> um no um you know what it's it's like he said though like that's a good point why didn't they bring up finale for instance if they're gonna go full we're a tv show thing right but um i feel that quite like glenn said you you feel it's rerun season a lot um i just i I hate to keep bagging on creative i hate that i hate bagging on anybody in wrestling because that's where i came from and i'm proud of that and you want to be one of the wrestlers that don't leave wrestling and just crap on it all the time because then you I remember what that was like when I was still wrestling. And you'd have Bill, you know, I love Bill DeMott, but you'd have Bill DeMott and these other guys of the world that were just crapping on everything we were doing because we were young. And um, I always vowed never to be that guy. So I'm trying not to be that guy here, but it's so hard. And it's not the talent. Again, it, it's, 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 it's this creative cycle where nothing changes so when you say hey they're gonna get a cool new set that's exciting they need to Not change cool. the aesthetic of this show that is the next step of wrestling in my opinion for wwe especially glenn they need to change how they shoot the show everything about it is, is the feel of it is the next big thing in my opinion um the aesthetic of the show has to change that from the from how it shot to the the ring even i would say maybe the color scheme Everything about it has got to change because nothing, as far as in ring goes, is gonna. There's not the next big thing is not laying out there right now because the next big thing is letting somebody on fire or shooting them or stabbing them. Or hey, never know. Because seriously, what else can one do inside of a wrestling yeah. ring, right? Other than crazy athletic, uh, other crazy athleticism. But you know what I'm saying? Like the, well, business, Eric, the creativity. Eric Rowan.
0: Eric East, Rowan attempted. Eric Rowan attempted murder of Roman Reigns. So. Yeah, so to Kishi back in the day, you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, just like, I, know. Oh, I know.
2: They need to. Something is out there. I don't. We don't know what it is. And I'm hoping, you know, with the push of AEW coming out of, you know, to TNT, it'll be enough to start pushing
0: WWE eventually to change something. I'm gonna be real here. Look, this is. The next week, not only with AEW coming and one head-to-head against NXT, next week's also a changing of the guard because next week arguably begins the first time in 20 years that Raw might not be the A show. And yep. that is a huge thing. And But I think the only thing that's ever going to change Money Night Raw, you can bring in Paul Heyman. You could even try to have Vince phased out slightly, and he's not there as much anymore, but he's still on the phone raw is not going to be able to make a significant change unless they go to two hours three hours of anything weekly is damn near impossible
2: but but like this is what i'm saying listen when we were kids you remember we watched it through the cartoon era right hulk hogan's rock and wrestling era i would say right and it was huge we loved it then went through the doing the clown Shawn michaels was starting to be the man era whatever you want to call that right everybody had a job kind of a gimmick right? right the new the new generation and the new generation. And then it was the Attitude Era hit, right? And then Ruthless aggression, whatever have you. But there was these huge, significant changes that happened to the business along the way. It always has happened since the 50s to the 60s to 70s to the 80s. It always happened. It always evolved. Yeah. <clears throat> They're missing something here. I don't, not them, but everybody. I don't know what it is. I think it has to do with how it's shot. An example, Bray Wyatt. We got to give them credit. Bray Wyatt, even though I'm sure he's doing a lot of the creativity himself, I'm, I guarantee how that shot, for instance, is a great example of of thinking way outside the box. Right? There's something there. I don't know what it is, but how
0: the show is shot has got to be changed. They but had a cam- was- they had a camera in the ring up close on him while he's you know the only time they ever put yeah. a camera the only time they ever put a camera in the ring is if somebody's cutting a promo. But they actually right. had a camera in the ring, which is crazy, while a wrestler's taking a bump. And they, I mean, there's a lot of. Uh, potential liability, yes, but 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 maybe that is something look, you have to look. For. It looked so cool, you're right.
1: Well, I'll tell you, uh, to your point, Matt, even with going outside the box with the Bray Wyatt angle tonight. They found a way to put it in a box and repeat it. I did feel like the ending with ending with that Bray shot again and that loop of the laughter and going off the air with something weird. It was kind of like, oh, this is where they stumble. When they find something that's good, it's almost like they they stop innovating and just say, well, let's just keep doing that.
2: And they beat it to the ground. Yeah.
1: Yeah, which is unfortunate.
2: And they eventually will make it corny. Not this, but in general, what they do when they find something hot, they'll start to make it corny.
1: Yeah. And I think that's the key is how are they going to change? So this week uh, did open with a little bit of a more and more of the same feeling with Seth Rollins coming out, yeah. talking about Bray, ambushing him, uh, saying that, you know, whether it's his upcoming match against Braun Strowman at Hell in a Cell or pardon me, uh, pardon me, whether it was uh, with Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman or his upcoming match against Bray Wyatt at Hell in a Cell, he will survive and prevail. Survive and prevail uh, tonight was his motto. Braun came out uh And, you know, the crowd went crazy, uh, Mm -hmm. talked about them losing the tag team titles and then set up a match, a rematch for them in the main event tonight, which was interesting that the Fatal 5-Way didn't close the show. But it makes sense, given where they're going with Bray, having them close the show tonight.
2: Definitely. You hit the nail on the head.
1: Yeah. Uh, So after that, we had the Viking Raiders versus Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson uh, coming out with new music, the OC with AJ Styles in tow. Uh, Cedric Alexander came out and got into it with AJ at a point, getting him ejected. But uh, the Viking Raiders uh, kind of had a pretty decent showcase tonight. Why? 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 I don't know. I okay. don't know. I'm not trying to crap on them.
2: Okay. But what I don't understand is like Gallows and Anderson have been very good foot soldiers. They've done what they've been asked. They, first of all, they went over. They, when you first get released from WWE, one of the things they always probably tell every one of us go get over, come back doors always open. I'm sorry. Luke Gallows did that. Anderson was in Japan already. They did what they were supposed to do. They got over elsewhere majorly. They come here. They did not do them right. Didn't do them any justice. Everyone's like, what are you guys doing? You need to use them more. They're actually really talented, funny as hell, charismatic as hell. Use them. Finally, AJ gets paired up back paired back with them, right? So it looks you know like a decent future now, right? And they have them lose to the freaking Viking Raiders. Listen, the Viking Raiders can beat 100 locals in a row. It just doesn't look right. It just does not look right with them beating them. Now, with that said, this is where I sound kind of like I'm contradicting myself. I know. The Viking Warriors, what they're doing in the ring is still pretty impressive, I think. I think some of the power moves are pretty cool. But it just doesn't look right. Like tonight, I was trying to watch the show from this angle, you guys. I tried to hit pause. Look at both guys, or in this case, two tag teams in the ring, and say, which of these two look like stuff star- Which of the two teams look like a bigger star? I did that with the singles match later on as well with, uh, what's his name, Rusev versus EC3. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, wow, WWE doesn't even try anymore as far as giving people credit for, this, for looking like stars anymore. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. Rusev versus EC3, we'll get into, hit hit the pause button, guys, folks at home have it on their DVR, and you'll see what I'm talking about. And I like Rusev. But it's just like not even close with some of these people.
1: Do you think this is where it hurts gallows bringing back the makeup a little bit because you've got guys like the Viking Raider? I mean, seriously. Because <laughs> it's bad luck and you become I
2: mean every single time somebody puts on face paint in WWE?
1: I mean, with Bray, he's got the mask and that works because it's really unique and different. But yeah, with makeup, like not a great track record of makeup being super <sighs> Here's over. Here's
2: why. Because you will sit there for what, a year or two? They're not using you. You know you should be getting used you know, you're talented and you're like, all right, you are like alright you know, screw it. I'm going to try something new like Cesaro because nothing else they're doing is putting me on TV. So I'm going to show them I'm not quitting. I'm still, I'm not giving up. I'm still going to keep trying to be different. I guarantee that's why he did it.
1: Yeah. The- so uh, the Viking Raiders won tonight. I thought there was an angle in angry. the just, Justin, tell me what you think of this. The idea that maybe AJ being ejected and that distraction almost gave them a little bit of a cover to lose this match.
0: I don't know about that. The the problem I have here is that, uh, you know, just what Matt started to say, uh, Gallows and Anderson, they have so much credibility if you allow them to, and you can let that happen on one track. And then, yeah, the Viking Raiders, they do some impressive, innovative offense for how strong those two guys are. Uh, You can have them beat the local guys. You can have them beat the the lower tier tag teams. What I'm trying to get at is, you can have these two teams be on a collision course and actually make a, have a money match on a pay per view. I don't know why we're again three hours, I guess, to fill. We're wasting time. It, it was a decent match between both parties, right? But it, it, it really shouldn't happen. You shouldn't have to have a, a clean loss to either part, either team at this the stage you. of the game. But I don't. This,
2: know. this hurt the OC. You're putting these two guys with AJ Styles.
1: Mm-hmm. Like yeah. these guys
2: need to win. They need to be yeah. dominant, especially with how they've treated them over the course of the year.
1: Yeah. I had that thought. I know people like seeing them together. I agree. Given yeah. their history, it's good to see them together, but doesn't it seem like AJ is on a lower level since he's been paired with them than he was? I mean, he was in the main title picture for a long time. Now he's the U S champion and uh, hanging with these guys, they're going to beat by the Viking Raiders. I don't know if that's a good look.
2: Well, the good news with AJ is that he's one of them that I know for a fact, they think they can bring right to the main event tomorrow and it be yeah. viable. And it is, it is very legit. Yeah. You know, I agree well, with that. Well,
0: and, and if AJ Styles is a heel walking around with those two guys, especially Gallows, who's a, who's a, you know, an imposing force. uh I mean, you, you either almost have to go all or nothing. It's almost like, you know, if AJ's going to be a heel with those guys, it's almost like you have to make him like the top heel at that point. Like, so, I mean, they're kind of getting away with putting him in the mid card. And, yeah, he has yeah. been a little bit devalued. Uh, in terms of his booking status, but it's it's almost like it's either that or there's no excuse for him not to be the top challenger. But but he's more control as a heel having them around. If you
2: guys have noticed, it brings yeah. more out of him. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. that's a big reason too, probably. Yeah. Uh,
1: Justin Becky Lynch tonight gave a backstage interview talking about her match against Sasha Banks at Hell in a Cell. Was Becky not there tonight? What do you mean? Well, they had that pre-taped interview. I'm just saying it's, didn't it didn't seem like a little weird that Becky, like, oh, the most over woman, one of the most over people, period, in WWE. I,
0: yeah, yeah. But, well, uh I mean, if it was, in fact, pre-taped, I mean, you know, she's been uh, – she's a growing star. And sometimes, and sometimes at, at the harm of that, when you're a growing star, more things come up that WWE pawns you out to. I mean, she was gone a few weeks ago when she was at – something in New York city. So I don't know what her schedule was, but I mean, she, I mean, she is becoming, I mean, right now, especially with them getting ready to move to Fox, I mean, she's one of their growing faces. So, I mean, they're, they're constantly having to juggle the PR schedule. So I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. She might've been there. I have no idea, but here's the thing. Say she was
2: right. I like when they do sit down interviews sometimes, and the talent doesn't have to appear live in front of the audience because I think it can be overkill sometimes. Unless you have something very cool and slick planned for somebody, you need to be careful with, such as Becky. Becky
0: is still red hot, white hot. It's what it's what made it's what made NXT pretty successful when NXT just before recently was taped was the fact they knew how to balance uh, controlling how much live appearance talent had. You well, know what I mean? It, the
2: bigger the star, the more the the, the rare, more more rare it should be that they show up, in my opinion. Like Andre, you know, Taker. I'm not saying she's either one of them, but I'm saying is she needs to feel special.
1: And well, to your point, HJZ points out, and uh, the news is on Twitter. She was in the dark match tonight, teaming with Charlotte against Bailey and so,
2: Sasha. So here's the thing: say 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 that they did put her on TV. You know what it would have been? It would have had to do some stupid little run in that would be involved in the women's tag match was Sasha, and it would have been ad nauseum. It would have been another... We've seen it before. I'd much rather have a sit-down promo by her explaining the importance of her upcoming match with her. It, Not, to me, it, it it added more to that match, my intrigue for
0: it. Well, And the fact if she was in the dark match tonight, and they're doing a, a two-day residency in San Fran, which they don't always do the same location for all oh, SmackDown. Yeah. That helps make her... If they advertised her in the weeks leading up as the dark match attraction, that helps make her attraction that much more. The fact that you didn't get to see her all night until that point.
1: True, and I think uh, someone was saying on Twitter this is the first time they've run in San Francisco proper in ages. What does that normally. Mean, proper. Uh, normally yeah. they run in Oakland, San Jose, That's Sacramento, so yeah, but right? never San Why? Francisco. Uh, you know, I, since the Cow Palace, there hasn't been a really good venue for professional right. wrestling in San Francisco. Yeah, the brand new Chase Center. I was
2: there tonight. Eddie beat Brock. Was that that
1: was Cow Palace? I think that no. was the Cow Palace. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, but to Glenn's point, like I was. Uh, Mania thirty one week right they they play they did WrestleMania at the 49er Stadium which is Santa Clara and then they did Raw was weird. what was technically San Jose at the HP uh pavilion. so yeah I mean this actually it's a great point they haven't ran in the
1: and two the nights in San city. Francisco two nights in San Francisco is huge it's uh, such a big city you know what I mean It's not mean. yeah not the best wrestling city though I mean I'll tell you this is someone who goes to a in the Bay Area they come maybe come twice a year.
2: They, I thought they love arts and culture and entertainment in San Fran.
1: Uh, yeah, but I don't think – I think that doesn't always gel no. with wrestling. I think it's got its audience, but, you know, th- I don't know. But granted, every time I go to house shows here, they're pretty well attended. So, I don't know. Maybe it's <laughs> it's certainly not like the East Coast um, is when it comes to wrestling. You know, I mean, some cities – Justin, in uh, Pennsylvania, how many times a year is WWE running in Pennsylvania?
0: I mean, they're in, they're in Pittsburgh and NXT. They're in Pittsburgh three times a year. They're in Philly – four times a year
2: and the people from there will drive to new jersey to see a new New jersey show or a new york show i used to do that too yeah the tri-state area
1: yeah, so it's, uh, there are fans here, but they're not, not like East Coast fans, not by a long right. shot. Uh, quickly, Rusev versus EC3, what was interesting about this, they revealed on commentary, Rusev is not the father of Maria's baby. Mm-hmm. Um, he had pretty much a squash match against EC3, yes. but I thought what was notable about this, with Rusev coming back in that hot angle with Maria last week, uh, crowd chanting, we want Lana the entire time.
2: <clears throat> they're always going to say that with him. It's either um, that or Rusev that going will be the chance. And uh, I don't know about that
1: mustache. I'm just saying, Matt, come on. Would you want people yelling blueprint or where's Larissa? I'm just saying. <laughs> come on. One of those is over. And the other one is like, oh, if they're oh. chanting for your wife, dude, like, you're that's not.
2: It's not, not good news for me. No, it's not. But um, next
0: podcast, we should get an uproar of, of where's Larissa?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's just, I don't know. I, I Guys, do you know what I'm talking about when you watch that match? If you were to hit pause and get yourself out of the WWE bubble for a minute, just look at both people. Yeah, I'm sorry. EC3 has, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get what they don't get about him.
0: The only theory about, and, 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 um, you know, people ask me tonight on Twitter, like, Justin, why is EC3 getting buried? I don't have the answer. If I did, I mean, come on. But the only theory that I've heard, the only, or not even theory, the only, um, explanation I've heard that has a little bit of weight to it, I think even uh, John Moxley, aka Dean Ambrose, even said in an interview where uh, right after it was known that Ambrose was leaving WWE, they put Ambrose in a match with EC3, and Am- and Ambrose says Ambrose says that they expected one reaction from the crowd, and that did not happen. Uh, and then that Vince puts blame on EC3. I don't know, but that's I I could believe it. That's, that's the case. I don't know. Yes, where's where's the rest of it? There we go. Put those hashtags
2: back up. I want to capture that, um, like <laughs> a good, good little husband. You guys are the best fans ever. Thank you. Um, still though, um, he was being buried before that too, though. If you remember, right? Yeah. That's when he's doing backstage grab ass segments, doing nothing.
1: <laughs> the term "grab ass" needs to make a comeback.
0: Grab ass. I Turner Anderson's like. Wait, oh, did some somebody thing. just ask if Larissa's pot committed? um
2: i don't know man i i I don't get it it dude looks like a freaking walking action figure got cut money promos and he is good in the ring yeah i don't get it
1: there's gonna be a great shoot interview sometime (sighs) in the future with ec3 Well,
2: they need to watch it because he would be terrific at aew
1: so let's take a moment thank the sponsor of this episode which is aew all elite wrestling This episode sponsored by AEW, A New League Rises, All Elite Wrestling on Wednesday, October 2nd at 8 p.m., 7 p.m. Central on TNT. AEW All Elite Wrestling is made by wrestlers. On Wednesday, October 2nd on TNT, get ready for the revolution with All Elite Wrestling. It's the most exciting professional wrestling in the last decade, made for wrestling fans by the wrestlers themselves. AEW flies higher, hits harder, and with their all-inclusive roster of superstars, they're breaking all boundaries. Chris Jericho, Cody and Brandi Rhodes, The Young Bucks, Nyla Rose, and more. All Elite Wrestling, A New League Rises, Wednesday, October 2nd at 8 p.m., 7 p.m. Central on TNT. Now, Matt, you were the first to put the genesis of all elite on our radar. I think about a year or two ago when you kept talking about being the elite, the series, the Young Bucks and Cody were doing on YouTube. So I got to imagine you're super excited for AEW's debut on TNT. I've
2: been watching Elite since episode one. Um, love the Young Bucks. Good, great, great kids. Now they're not kids, they're young men now, but great, great guys. I'm a huge fan of them besides being a friend. And, um, you know, one of those deals, like I was just saying about EC3, when are these guys finally going to get what their they're comeuppance in a positive way? When's it going to happen for them, right? Because everyone sees money that, wa- that would watch them wrestle, you know? And then but they go to Japan, get over. They go everywhere and get over, basically. And then finally, you know, watching them being the Elite Series, you could see the pieces coming together. And they put together that first show, you know, and sold out in, what, like 30 seconds, a minute, whatever the hell the stat was. Yeah. That was amazing. And what I like about this the most is that – they put in the word wrestlers. You can't say that word enough. And I appreciate that saying it's because it, it, I never thought I'd see that anymore. You guys, Justin, in 2019, 2020, a show that is actually produced and owned, you know, EVP, if you will, um, by wrestlers. That's what I've been saying for WWE. It needs to happen. You got to get rid of these stupid, fancy schmancy college graduate writers. You, you have some. You, you need to get wrestlers back in the creative department. Um and these guys are coming out of the shoot with wrestlers running, and I, and I really, really do appreciate that. I also like the, the fact that they brought up the inclusivity. I thought yeah. that's, a, that's super smart on their part, and it's true. Their roster is frigging, you know what I mean? It's like a full, they have everything that you could possibly think of and identify with for everybody. You can have anybody in your room to watch that show in your viewing room, in your TV room. You know what I mean? My son Jackson's nonverbal autistic. We're watching Brandy sitting there talking about um, the inclusivity room that they bring in there you know, from culture city to all the arenas mm-hmm. that they wrestle at. Um, yeah, I think that's amazing. I think it's amazing. And that, 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 for that factor, it's a home run. I love it.
0: Yeah it's, yeah. it's exactly a month from now. They're coming here to Pittsburgh for what I think will be their um, third or fourth week of TV. And, and you know, I mean, I've, I, I'm, I'm super excited. I have not got to experience them live uh, for what I've seen from what I've watched. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see how their, their weekly TV, you know, I'm a, TV person, I want to see how the production goes. I want. To, I'm. 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 I'm jacked by it, and and uh, this is this is if, if yeah, and if you're a wrestling fan, this is what you want. This isn't a this matter is of this isn't a matter of oh, if you're a fan of AEW, you don't yeah. like this over here. No, it's right. it, it's you want it to be better. Even even us. I mean, yeah. like just to pull the curtain back for those watching, AEW now means more podcasting for us. That means more business and activity for us. Like this is a good thing for the business for everybody around. So. It is and it's exciting. It's coming, you know, this October 2nd. It's
2: it's already finally here.
1: A week from Wednesday, Wednesday, October 2nd, 8 p.m., 7 p.m. Central on TNT. Get ready for the revolution with all elite wrestling. And we thank AEW for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. podcast. And of course, on Wednesday, October 2nd, after AEW goes off the air on the East Coast, we will have a Wrestling Inc. podcast here to talk about it live the first episode on tnt and every wednesday thereafter so uh please join us for that and we thank aew for supporting the podcast October second,
0: watch aew with me in pittsburgh come on oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right can i just say something really quick
2: like yeah i never know what you guys are doing with the sponsors obviously because i don't ever do the sponsor stuff obviously on the show i had no idea that spo- that's awesome i think yeah. it's pretty cool tnt
1: I, I like even Always that they're like reaching that. out and involving engaging with the podcast. This way shows that they've got their finger on the pulse of what I'm wrestling both. fans are paying attention to. You know, yeah, I, agree. I f- think that's awesome. Uh, so, yeah, it's very excited to have them as a sponsor of the podcast. So back to Raw tonight, we had Sasha Banks versus Nikki Cross. Uh, Sasha coming out and uh, Corey Graves doing that. It's boss time instead of Michael Cole. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah. this match tonight, Sasha accompanied by Bailey, Nikki accompanied by <coughs> Alexa, and I'm trying to think, Justin, did this set perhaps a time record for an, uh, a match that, uh, you know, Nikki being on the tier she is of WWE talent, normally it's one of the horsewomen in the match. It's very, very few women that have gotten a match this long. Uh, certainly not record-setting, but Nikki now joins a very short list of maybe what six, maybe eight women in the WWE who have gotten this long of a singles match.
2: How can? What's the time limit? You got to give us the time limit to create this category of yours that you
1: No, I'm just saying. Didn't it feel like it tonight? When's? I mean, think about all the women who have wrestled matches in WWE at Nikki Cross's level of her crop right. of talent
0: well in general yes nikki cross is moving up to the next level uh in terms of how, of treatment of uh of, of female wrestlers you know she i mean she you can argue that nikki cross has gotten some of the most consistent uh, positive booking and attention uh, you know of anyone especially since wrestlemania mm-hmm. um You know this this kind of rock and sock connection of her and Alexa Bliss has kind of took on a a weird life of its own to where now, like I said, a few weeks ago, they're wearing matching gear now. I mean, so this is obviously something that's that's here to stay for now. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it it is what it is. I I, nothing about this overly impressed me. Um, The Sasha, you know, they had a real chance here with Sasha. There's some things about Sasha that are just cooling on me. Uh, The the women in general, I'm I'm kind of cooling on, and I and I hate to say that because it sounds like I'm not... I am. I'm just kind of cooling off right now. I don't know.
1: I don't like that they're putting the women's matches back to back like they did tonight. I think that is a bit of a mistake.
2: Now, here's the thing. Before, the women's wrestlers used to be the garnish mm-hmm. for, 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 you know, um, the meat and potatoes. That's a be, good word for it, actually, garnish, of what they used know, to be. It's the way they used to view women's wrestling. So, I mean, shouldn't, we kind of got to, Kind of be if we're trying to really (laughs) jerk hashtag garnish, um, but we also got to kind of be like, you know what, that's pretty cool that they did do back to back because they're not looking at them anymore. As the garnish, they are starting to go to them as the go to matches and go to characters, go to sell tickets to sell tickets and whatnot. So they will be in back to back matches because they are so damn
0: good yeah no Matt I agree with you the fact that the fact that Wwe is willing to put back-to back matches which is occupying then three and four segments in a row that's actually a compliment to what they yeah. feel in the in the women's I mean look the women were first on NXT when NXT goes live last week so I don't think WWE is uh pulling back their uh, commitment to the women I just say in general that just the general creative I'm a little bit cool up on. I'm not saying anything I'm saying to Glenn's point. I apologize about
2: Glenn saying they were back to back matches, and it doesn't make it as special as what I'm guessing his opinion was on that. What I'm trying to say is by having them in back to back matches, it it does show that they aren't the garnish anymore. They are the steak and potatoes, and they could go hell three in a row, and it should be just fine. Because I'm sorry about the guy. Sorry to say this to the guys, and I mean this. To me, they draw my attention more, not because they're pretty. Like it used to be, you know, Sable and things like that, Trish Stratus, and that's what got our attention. Now, the athleticism and what I think they're going to add to their, especially the younger ones, they're constantly adding new athleticism, new athletic moves to their to their arsenals. And like right now with Sasha, I was super interested to see what she was going to continue to add to this heel character. What Bailey's facials were going to be like? Was she going to be over the top heel Bailey tonight? Like Glenn wants to see. I, like there was a lot of things I was like, watching.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I thought this match was good. I thought Nikki seemed pretty over. I thought Sasha seemed pretty over. Bailey was getting booed, and she's from the Bay Area, and so uh, great job,
2: great job, Bailey. Yeah. Right? But, I mean, yeah, but Nikki. I don't feel Nikki. Yeah, I feel like I'm the only person that doesn't feel her yet.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know. I think uh, she's very likable. I think the gimmick of her uh, being just pure babyface, I mean, I was saying this tonight, I even think her render, I think her expression on her render being like genuinely excited just gets her so over. I think then you almost need to drop or tamp down the psychotic gimmick for a while and just let her be uh, this This really, uh, how did we put it a couple weeks ago? Like uh, she's charmingly awkward, but it kind of works for her, uh, the way that they transitioned her from being- You uh, root I, for her. You yeah, for her. Yeah, she's an underdog. Seriously? Um
0: she very much reminds me of um, uh, WCW, uh, Daphne in WCW. Remember Daphne? Hmm. Or like the way I used to feel about Mick.
2: Uh, yeah. I'm, 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 like, good I, good comparison. I always wanted to, always wanted to hug him. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, I always just want to hug the guy. <laughs> know, that yeah. sounds weird. I felt so bad for him.
1: No, I agree. Um, I think she's got that like, ability, and she softened Alexa so substantially. I mean, think about where Alexa was a year ago in her character, even six months ago. And now uh, Alexa seems like uh, it's kind of flipped. I'm actually going to say now it's Yeah, I know. But uh, it almost feels to me more like uh, Alexa is Nikki's sidekick more than Nikki is Alexa. Isn't that crazy?
2: Yes, I I agree with that.
1: Um, And I think that's uh, her star is on the rise. I think
2: uh, I think there are very
1: good things in her future. Is it
2: that or is it bring the other one down? because hmm. she is being noticed more than Nikki.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um, with Alexa, though, I think if they want to make her a baby face, she needs almost uh, to play second fiddle for a little while, then it's to layered. become... Yeah, right? Okay. okay. If Alexa that. just immediately was like, oh, I'm a good guy now... I'll buy that. You know? I think it kind of works, because it, it just kind of it plays for me better. But by that same token, I think... Um, it the, the flip side of this, and hear me out on this, I think it, that's what's not working for Bailey is Bailey's Bailey's a heel turn, but she's playing sock, second fiddle to Sasha. That's where it almost doesn't work for me the same way because I think Bailey could be a heel on her own.
2: The promo she should be cut. They should be letting her cut about being disgusted having to hug your children. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I just like I told you guys, I deserve a freaking Academy
1: Award. You all, you marks, you all think I really care about your kids? Can you never nuts? come back from that you can never come back from that I was taking oh, bass, you can
0: always come back I was
2: taking bass and freaking alcohol after touching your <laughs> filthy little grubby kids yeah you know, like <laughs> the promo she's could cut though oh my god
1: I just I want Matt, I want you to run into Bailey at the gym and just pitch her like all, all, all like your ideas.
2: sheet of paper <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like excited to pocket. and
1: I'm then specifically like, point at children in the audience to talk about them individually yeah. how disgusting they are oh Jeez. my god
2: because yes because been the opposite right she's over so as a you know baby she's,
0: she's such college. a stu- she's such a student of the game she might mark out saying the blueprint in the gym <laughs>
2: that's true i gotta figure out when these girls go in there <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> because she has a world beater promo i'm telling you
2: she does she has it it's there it is there
1: yeah uh so sasha did win this match tonight she got uh uh nikki to tap out she's facing alexa one-on-one next week i mean so she's gonna get these wins in the buildup to her against Becky. I think it could go either way, but I still think Sasha's going to win the title at how on a cell and Becky's going to move to SmackDown. She has to. Yeah. Uh, then after this, uh, we had some backstage segments, hyping up the fatal five way elimination match for later in the night. Uh, the OC backstage sung the beatings from Cedric Alexander and the Viking Raiders um, street profits Montez Ford and Angela Dawkins hyping up Ms. TV on next week's raw. Uh, And oh, uh, Raw next week on the season premiere of Raw is going to have Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan in Ms. TV. Um, And then we got Lacey Evans versus Ember Moon. Before we talk about the match, uh, Justin, do you want to recap the news story about Lacey's promo that went so viral she had to issue a statement about it today?
0: Yeah, this is great. So they were in Canada doing their loop of house shows, and she was in, I think it was Calgary. And she got pulled over by the police in Canada for speeding. And Lacey Evans was uh, good on her. She, she whipped the phone out and actually recorded a video of the cop coming to give her the, 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 the citation or ticket. And she stayed in full-blown, sassy Southern belle, calling him a nasty, saying she hates Canada, can't wait to get back in the U.S., uh, don't you know who I am? She says, "I'm Lacey Evans, WWE superstar." You can see the cop is obviously, clearly not in on it. Hearing that, looking at her ID, her real name is not Lacey Evans, so he was immediately confused. And <laughs> this was great. You know, this was. I mean, look, um, no harm, no foul. Nobody was hurt here. It's a, whatever. You know, everybody's has a speeding ticket. It was a great kind of in character thing, and just the 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 the. Can I say it? The soft world we're in. The people are offended by this. And she had, and all she's to tra- look at the end of the day, folks, all she's trying to do is she's a character who's there to entertain you and make you feel an emotion. The, the goal is for you to not like her, but maybe you like her, whatever. And she's just trying to do that. She wasn't hurting anybody. She didn't hurt the cop. She didn't hurt herself. She didn't hurt anybody else. And yet people are so outraged that, that she's not taking, she's not taking the law seriously. She's not taking her safety and the safety others Seriously. She must, uh, or, uh, give a give a retraction give a give an apology are you freaking kidding me it you is a, see that, that was a worker. it's or, a little she well, was trying
1: today yeah. she did and basically said that her the cop was in on it uh yeah. they were pulled i guess she was pulled over so the ticket was legitimate what, but she she worked it into something i love that i love the i
2: appreciate somebody trying to go outside the box and stay within the character in a day and age where it's impossible to fully emotionally invest in you know wrestling because he came, it came the cat's out of the bag It's sports entertainment right so when somebody goes the extra mile for that I, I i always
1: dig it i'm saying though i will say one thing about this this is something i think that only her background
2: a child... and really quick her background yeah. should have given her a little bit more leniency with some of those that had issue with this they should have seen through that and they should have done this stuff. one more page of research screw, to see what her screw, background was Screw and then they should have said, well, wait a minute. That doesn't add up. Why would somebody with that background treat in disrespect a police officer like that? Oh, wait a minute. Eureka. Because she's really not. She's acting. I
1: don't know. Screw, Justin- all,
0: those, screw yeah. all those people that need an apology. <laughs> F <laughs> off. Like, saying, like <laughs> there are so many actually real world problems that are going on.
1: And and the God, cop, forbid, you know, like God forbid that cop is cool. Exactly. God forbid a fucking entertainer tries to be entertaining. Like uh, I, I Justin, I, when you get pulled over next time, I want you to say the cop yeah. after, Hey, can we shoot a bit for my Twitter account? Yeah. And then have it's dragging the away in cops? and you're we're, like, we're, You'll never we're, take we're, me alive, mother effer.
2: While we're on it, where's all the outrage about the New York cops that were getting water thrown on them and water sprinklers and water super soakers squirted at them for doing their damn job? That was real, that was happening. I didn't Which see friend? the outrage. Same the outrage from same that. people. No wrestler did it. The people everywhere were doing it. They're disrespecting the hell out
0: of the police in real life.
1: It's very strange.
0: That yeah. was disgusting. And it also plays into the fact too, like she's currently feuding with Natalia, who's a, obviously a, from a from a famous Canadian wrestling family. So like, it just played in so it, it was just it was such a happy accident. Why can't we enjoy that? Why?
2: And and. and, and happy accent. I like that. And Glenn, here's the thing. is like the police officer was in on it. Yeah. That's the end-all, be-all. Nobody can then continue to complain
1: at that point. Yeah, I think it's uh, an anomaly. I thought it was a silly, fun little thing. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't get what all the outrage was about, but granted... <sighs> There's nothing political about this. I see the, the damn comments. There's nothing. Po- this doesn't
0: matter if you're a Democrat, Republican. That doesn't. None of that matters. All this is about is stop being so soft and sensitive. There is so much more in the world to be sensitive about. This is an entertainer just trying to be entertaining and further her brand and her character. Just move on.
2: This was real.
0: Okay. Yeah. I,
2: I, obviously, nobody wants to see any police officers disrespected. Are you kidding me? You know, but it's obviously a work.
1: I also think it was a Canadian police officer, which I think shows you a little bit of the difference in cultures between Canada and Mm. the U.S. I mean, in the U.S. and and this is, you know, I'm not playing full devil's advocate on this, but let me just no, I think that in the U.S. when we are used to seeing police videos of incidents of pullovers, it is usually the shit going down. Something very bad happens. I yes. think in Canada the culture is a little different. I think a U.S. police officer may have been a different situation. That is my two cents for a little bit of a counter argument, maybe to figure out why some people were a little irked by this. Um, that being said, uh, Lacey had a match against Ember Moon tonight. Uh, Natalia was backstage watching it. Justin, what did you, you think of the match?
0: <laughs> there was there was some uh, <laughs> great offense in this match. I love the uh, Ember Moon on the outside. The way she she Translated into that stunner. Um, what did that say? Uh <laughs> I took it down too quick. Sure, I'll sell for him. Sure. Um, now, there was some great offense in this. Obviously, a little bit of a black mark on this match. The sharpshooter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, the, 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 the great offense in the match. The sharpshooter by, uh, by Lacey. A little a little floppy. But, uh, but nonetheless, I mean. Whatever. I'm glad that I'm glad like Lacey disappeared for a little bit in the summer. I think she's got, a, I think she's, I think she's got a ton of potential. I'm glad they're, oh my to really gotcha. that. yeah. She's, she's, she's it. I, I've never been more wrong
2: about an in, incoming character. I think I'm being dead serious since I've done started the show with you guys than I was with her. Cause it's like, remember, I kept making fun of it. I go, she's from the 1950s. How the hell is this going to work? She's stuck in the 50s. Yeah. The
1: she gimmick is The gimmick has grown on me considerably. She, she while
0: right now I'm advocating for let's not be so soft for the fact that she's doing a little bit of a heel bit with a a police officer getting pulled over. Uh, Mark my words, mark my words. If she stays healthy and all things stay fine, she is going to have a, she's going to have many more years logged in her career as a baby face than she will heal. Yes. Yes.
2: I mean, do you see her, you know, not to make it all about Lacey here, but do you you guys follow her on social media? Do you see like what kind of mom she is with her daughter? Amazing. Amazing mother and wife as well. Seriously, she's gonna be a great babyface.
0: Yeah, it's tough because you don't want to put the like you don't want to compare her to somebody because that's like like high expectations. Even, but like you you think about John Cena and how John was started to heal and had such a such a natural babyface turn. I don't want to say she's the John Cena of the female. That's not what I'm saying, but I'm just saying that she has potential to be great babyface ingredients for a long time.
1: And after that, we had a new segment of the Firefly Funhouse. I feel like half the show of Raw now is them telling us there's going to be a Firefly Funhouse tonight. They put these
2: over. You know what this is. These are the geeks and the nerds who luckily got invited to the party. And they're going to keep pointing to the popular kids there in the corner. That's what this is. This is is what they're literally doing by beating something that's super cool to death and getting their nerd juice all over and ruining it.
0: Hashtag (laughs) nerd juice. (laughs)
2: <laughs> but that's what it's like you what garnish, the,
0: garnish the nerd juice That's what it
2: feels like It just feels like they're not cool But that is So they're going to keep talking about it In any which manner they can
1: Yeah uh, Bray,
2: gonna Get it all over them
1: So uh, Huskis and Ramblin' Rabbit Were fighting over Seth Rollins' action figure Bray uh, <laughs> tore it in half Said sharing is caring See you in hell <laughs> i thought that was good it was very I, good I, I, if i there here's here's where they're running the danger they to to what you're saying about, they, if they didn't hype these as much i want it to be a surprise again
2: dude this is okay did you know what this was tonight this was the proverbial it's boss time but for yeah. this right yeah michael Cole made the coolest entrance I thought, at least, was was with Sasha Banks, the Boss, or music, the whole nine, right? The first, badass, twenty times, sure, badass, badass entrance. I always thought, but but my point in the attitude, but he nerd he nerdfied it. He completely made it corny because he's Michael Cole.
1: Yeah,
0: he well, thinks he's well the the whole boss time thing valid, but I will say this: to play, I guess the the to defend, to defend, yeah, Devil's Advocate. this Bray Wyatt stuff is working. Everything they do right now is touching gold. Now I I completely understand. We have seen them uh, beat things to death and totally take the cool factor out of it. Um, But I, I I still think that right now they are walking a good line. It seems uh, Matt, you said it earlier. It seems like Bray probably definitely has his hand in the creative of this, which is great. And I don't fault them for, okay, they have found something that is unique. It's different. It's obviously a big, they are pot committed. The guy's got to win the title. So, I have no problem with them, um, you know, devoting the amount of time they are to, 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 and it's not like it's not like Brace popping up in every other segment, they're just reminding you it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, and I, I'm okay with that because it's working. It, yeah, it's people working
2: just come back commercial break. I, I, I get it, I understand it, I don't know, but it, it does lose its specialness to a degree
0: because, well, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't feel like he's George. as, um, it doesn't okay. feel like. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's as spontaneous that he's just dis- you know mm-hmm. did, we didn't even talk about this. Did you guys catch at oh uh, well, East Coast time, Glenn, at eight o'clock on the dot when on USA Network when WWE plays their signature open? Hmm. How they modified that signature open and the Fiend had uh, they, they they distorted the signature open that that shows Andre the Giant and all the watch it. go back and watch it. Yep. This it. the the Fiend, uh, the, the Fiend uh, messed with the that Fiend? right away. Oh, that's- yeah go back and watch it so like i mean it's these little things that are working you know (laughs) so i'm okay with it i'm okay i i I think that they're 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 harnessing the attention they have right now for it, and i'm fine with that
1: true uh i think it's good i think uh how how far are they going to go with it it's certainly still the best thing they have outside of the ring so let me
2: clarify what nerd juice is nerd juice is anything that comes out of michael cole's mouth or these people that have nothing to do with Bray Wyatt's ca- character. Bray Wyatt needs to introduce his packages and everything that he does, not yep. these dorks.
1: Yeah, I agree with that to an extent. Um, So yeah, Lacey won that with the sharpshooter. Ember Moon tapped out. We had the Firefly Funhouse. So then, twenty four seven championship. Carmella, our truth in the ring. It finally happened. Carmella turned on our truth. Won the twenty four seven championship, and our truth was happy for her.
2: Of course he was. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense with a lot of his like, confusion that he has a lot of the time, right? But good for her. She needs to get rid of that. She's so talented, dude.
1: Oh, man, but look at all her accolades at this point. Everything that she's had happen, whether it was Money in the Bank, uh, the Women's Battle Royal. I mean, with this, she just keeps collecting. She's like low key. The four yeah, horsewomen yeah. get all the hype, but she's like low she, key. Like, Hardware. Yeah. I mean, right? She's, she is i don't know i mean I becky may mania is cool but i don't know carmela's track record ain't too shabby
2: no, it's not she's a star man and yeah. let her be a star
1: um so after that the women's locker room uh unloaded chase after carmela drake maverick <laughs> and other male superstars looking disappointed in the ring drake's wife <laughs> has to has to win this now right
2: that'd be great oh my god that'd be hilarious yeah that's what they can do with that with her him now, ignoring him.
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh Baron Corbin versus Chad Gable. The King of the Ring rematch happened tonight. Baron coming out with a new look. Fur robe, black crown, new scepter, new music that had a little bit of uh regality about it in his theme song.
0: I liked it. I liked it a lot. Baron Corbin's the number one heel they have. Oh, oh God. By far. A, Yeah. And anybody who, anybody who says different and gives me X-Pac heat and all that nonsense is just it's, stupid. It's you, 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 yeah, you've heard too many terms on the internet and you're, you're dumb. Baron Corbin is the most effective heel they have.
1: Yes, King Corbin now. He's upgraded from Baron. He should legally change his name to King Corbin because it is higher than Baron. It goes off the tongue. Yeah, uh, it just works, man. Now, what do you think, though, about him still playing the short card against Chad Gable so much? And I yeah. say this... I know what you're going to say, Matt. Like, they have to because of the size difference. But Chad Gable is like 5'8". Ricochet is 5'9". There's a lot of other superstars roughly the size of Chad Gable. Okay,
2: here's what they think. And this is like when Vince McMahon told me. When I said, Vince, I was just on Team Lesnar six months ago or eight months ago or a year ago, whenever it was. I was like, they're going to remember that I don't – they're going to know I do not stutter. So why am I going to stutter now? Don't worry about them. He's like, I'll tell them what to think. That whole gimmick he did. I'll worry about that. Like, with no rhyme or reason, no nothing. Because what? that, this is how WWE thinks. Because this is what they think. They think as long as the announcers don't talk during Ricochet's match and say that he's five foot nine, folks, or hey, folks, he's short, okay? There are certain guys that they will not say that about, like AJ Styles, more yeah. times than not. Ricochet, they'll protect like that. Daniel Bryan, they didn't at first, but they do now. Um, you see what I'm saying? So they assume because the announcers will not say it about Ricochet during his stuff, that it's okay. He'll be fine. No one's going to say, oh, they think you're not going to go online and look up that he's 5'9", by the way.
0: I swear well, to you. That. Matt, to 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 kind of go get your what point, what, what's the information you guys have on WWE Superstars? I swear. What surprised me when Ricochet comes out later for the Fatal 5-Way, they annu- I don't know if they always do this. I'm sure somebody will correct me. They announced his weight. They announced yeah. him 207. Which in the which I don't know. I just feel like when they put focus on 205 and two hundred five and and weight classes and cruiserweight, I was just surprised they would even announce his weight. Like, what benefit does that do him to announce that he's two hundred and seven pounds? And if that's even legitimate, every every guy's weight, don't they? don't. They don't. They don't. They don't always.
1: And. They, I mean against big cast they did this with Daniel Bryan playing the short card. I just think it's it's like with uh Kevin Owens or uh or uh Otis or these guys, like they never call them fat because if you say Otis is fat and you have Otis stand next to KO and you're like, well, not that big of a difference in heft between <laughs> these two. Like one applies to the other. I feel like if you yell out, you know, hey shorty backstage and like five guys turn around, that's uh not a good you know,
2: sign. Falling short for some reason is not. I've not seen it at least, where somebody – it's a group of people that are sticking up for (laughs) other people that are short or other people that are really, really tall. And there's lawsuits being thrown out against somebody
0: for calling me tall.
1: (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's not happening. Randy Newman wrote that song about short people. I
0: mean Uh, – And and them calling Chad Gable Shorty G. Like they – They've they've trademarked. They've actually filed for the trademark for Shorty G. Yeah, they also so
1: trademarked Lady Balls. Trademarked, lots of things. Yeah.
0: But, but, here, but here's the thing. I, I do think that's where they're going to.
2: They have to be going to there. But then, so what? That's not a good payoff. So he gets made beat into the ground and being short jokes and being made fun of, and then on top of it, you give him
1: that as his name. How is that a good payoff? It's a terrible yeah. payoff. It's just more burial. I remember uh, speaking of uh, confusion with the insults, I'm walking through my neighborhood around the time school got out a few years ago, and I hear a bunch of kids yell out, hey, fat ass, and I turn around, and I hear, and I hear no, sir, I was talking to my friend, not you. And I was like, I'm more offended that you called me sir in clarifying this insult that I thought you might be hurling it.
2: Yo, fatty um, G. G. Now the chat room has got to be going longer,
1: no? Just saying. With Hey Shorty, uh, it could be a couple different guys on the roster. Uh, But no, Gable (laughs) definitely is shorter than Corbin. I mean, their size is very... uh, But tonight, let's talk about this match. Another fantastic match between these two.
2: Gable's good. You can't say that he's not good. He is so good. That's why they shouldn't have cut his hair. Should have kept the damn singlet
1: on him. Should have made him the next damn Kurt Angle, but different. I agree. And uh, Gable, super over with the crowd tonight. They really wanted him to win that match. I, I,
2: okay, yeah, he was. This is the second time I did see that. You're right. Back to back. So
1: it's working. The, and this is where you have to give credit for as much as we Corbin. crap on creative. Or
0: yeah, anybody you put or against getting steam on him like this. He's a right. bully. He's a great bully. You could put you could put me out there against yes. King Corbin, and I would be a love baby face. It's- see
2: that, Glenn? You weren't going to give him his props for that. He deserves props for that. That's that's great heel He – Great bully He –
1: i think corbin's fantastic
2: but i Can't think he Corbin. could have done that with a lot of people but not a lot of people could not pick it up and make more out of it which is definitely what shorty g has done here
1: <laughs> i love how we've just adapted that as the name and they've never called him that on tv um
0: but that's they, so they, nice they, they've called him shorty g on tv have they? yeah
1: what? When did that happen? What was and, that? And
0: like? like, and like promos and like stuff. Like that. said, like, "Hey, Shorty, shoot somebody backstage,
2: dude. Seriously, yeah. shoot double, like, like double leg somebody backstage. Let Vince see it. They will not call you that ever again." So <laughs> I have this hard on for what a badass you are in real life. He'll
0: remember that and go, "Oh, what are we doing?" With this? Best so, thing he could, this? best thing he could do is uh, shoot, take down Vince. Vince will give him the respect. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'll never, no, no, no. Seriously, I'll never you forget out there but he's got to do something here because he is so good and he legit is a badass i don't get it i'll never forget titus o'neill telling me the story that when, when titus was early on in his days at WWE, that he was uh he was in, you know, he was sitting down and vince was walking through a room and vince stepped on his shoes and like titus didn't just let it go titus like made a point to say like hey hey you stepped on like like just confronting him and he said from that point on vince kind of like Vince appreciates that kind of like stand up for yourself. It's a, it's a very weird story to like confront your boss who's paying you, you know, six figures and he steps on your shoes. But like, that's the best thing shorty G could do start, start playfully wrestling around with the boss and get him on the ground. He'll probably start laughing and chuckling. I think it's great.
1: Uh, tonight, the reaction he got from the crowd, not since American Alpha went over the revival at NXT TakeOver Dallas. Have I heard Gable get that reaction like he had tonight? He had Corbin in that ankle lock, uh, and then Corbin started beating him with the scepter for disqualification. So Gable technically won, but really, did he win? Corbin didn't tap out. Uh, I'm excited to see these guys do it again. This is one where I'm not sick of this match yet. I think they've got at wow. least one more classic in them.
2: If it's just the guy getting buried, I don't like that.
1: No, he's got to get a win next time. He's got to get a win.
2: I don't want to see Baron lose either.
1: <sighs> true, true, true. Should have uh, just been a off, honestly, just to
2: get him to be King of the Ring. And then I don't know.
1: So we got another AOP authors of pain, Akam and Razor, doing a vignette backstage. They said uh, they're going to show you how uh, unbeatable they are. That nobody wants to fight them. And they went and they attacked Heath Slater and no way, Jose. <laughs> Easy pickings. Yeah, not exactly. Like that's not like hey, I am in prison. I'm going to take out the biggest guy to prove my dominance.
0: it's no, a complete opposite. Yeah. Yeah. From a from a from a visual standpoint, it was a cool thing for them to be in the what you think is the pre tape, and then the stand up and. Attack somebody like that, like to leave the set. That was a cool spice it up visually. But yeah, to your point, who they are attacking that means nothing. There's no credibility there.
1: Yeah. Then we got the Fatal Five Way Elimination Match to crown a new number one contender: Rey Mysterio versus Ricochet versus Robert Roode versus AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura.
0: And they should have never gave Ricochet this that promo in in, um, <laughs> in the in the gorilla position by Ricochet was the most vanilla what the f are you talking about promo like i, I go back and watch it if you miss it you know, people that don't watch the show don't watch raw but listen to us thank you go back if you want to watch something just to just to just to grin and bear at this this promo was terrible how did ray get in this match
1: well i mean he won so i think you know what the what, idea... what? The... huh what oh, no, no, I'm saying, well he, well, he won tonight. So, I mean, I think it's clear but why they... Matt's, Matt's asking how did he oh. become
0: one of the five. How did
1: he get in? Why was Robert Rude in it, but Dolph Ziggler wasn't? I mean, there was... Some I, I like
0: admit it. I was <laughs> happy about that. But you're correct. Why? Yeah. Rude's, All- pro- Rude's promo earlier in the night was no better. Another vanilla, just... The simple uh, interviewer asks, why are you going to win this match? And then he'll... He'll repeats the question, "Why am I gonna win this match?" I just hate it. It all sucks. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, just get his hook in.
1: Uh, but yeah, with Ricochet, I don't know, man. This guy, he looks like a million bucks. He sounds like
2: a movie star. He looks like a movie star, dude.
1: Sounds like about five grand.
2: Okay, but he'll
0: improve.
2: I'm giving him time. He's, he he's, looks he's... like
0: he looks like a superhero. He sounds like a stunt double. Okay, will get there. He's got to get there.
2: I was watching some old Rock stuff today. It, mm, I don't remember him not being fan. always freaking a 10 out of a 10 in promos, but, dude, he was getting eaten up by Hunter. He was getting eaten up by Stone. Like, it wasn't the Rock that we see now, that's for sure. Well, um, Rocky Maivia was better than Ricochet. Ooh, I mean, yes. On the mic. My, 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 uh, duh, thank you. <laughs> But my point is is that I'm willing. This kid is so talented. He's so athletic. He looks like a million bucks. Again, he looks like a movie star, right? But I'm willing to keep giving him more time. He's worth it. They've got to keep getting these flubs out there. Keep, they've got to keep getting this vanillaism out of him. And the only way to get it out of him, I told you guys, is to keep giving him camera time talking. It'll eventually come. It, hopefully. But you don't You don't have to put it on
1: the air. You don't have to put it on the air. You could give him camera time. You know, the know what difference? I
2: mean? There's a difference yeah. the it's in that confidence, and it's in when you—it's that demeanor when you cut that promo. It, it, it just is.
1: Uh, so this came down tonight to Robert Roode and Rey Mysterio, with Rey Mysterio getting the win, becoming the why? new number one contender to face Seth Rollins on the season premiere of Monday Night Raw next week for the Universal Championship.
2: It's a throwaway, that's why. But still. It's a what throwaway. One contender. Come on, you know it is.
1: I so know. Well, explode. what do you think about uh, Rey dedicating this so much to his son, Dominic. Is Dominic going to get involved in that match? Is Dominic going to turn on Ray? Is there a storyline there?
2: Yep, and that will make Ray's stuff a lot more interesting again. I can't believe I'm saying that because Ray is interesting. And I hope and I hope
0: the fiend destroys Dominic.
2: <laughs> Put that up there right there. That is up there in the Wrestling Inc. Hall of Fame uh, along with Raj's, uh, um, Kofi Kingston's kids should be getting RKO'd by Randy Orton. <laughs> that is up there with that.
1: Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, so after that, we close the show with <laughs> Seth Rollins versus <laughs> hey, Braun Strowman. Please,
2: please, I don't ask for much. What did you say about the Fiend again? Oh, I,
1: what? Want,
0: the, I, I want the Fiend to attack Dominic. <laughs> 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 I have no regrets about that.
1: Anyhow, uh, the last segment tonight was um, Seth versus Braun. And wouldn't you know it, the fiend got involved in the match and was attacking Braun Strowman.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was pretty crazy. I thought I wasn't expecting that. Were you guys?
1: No, it was. I mean, it was. It was nice. I think a good way to end it. What about though with um, Seth looking so scared, like cowering almost?
2: Okay, you yeah. Know that last last week, I dug it. I don't know now.
0: I yeah, know. yeah. That was that was my biggest point. Like so. They have a camera. I actually, I did expect the Fiend to show up. I didn't know what we were going to get, but I, I actually thought maybe the Fiend shows up and maybe Seth stands a little bit of ground. But the Fiend shows up, mandible claws, Braun. They didn't camera angle shoot it the best way. Braun actually gets back up and it's kind of like nose to nose on all fours, like a dog with Bray and Bray pounces and puts him down again. The camera angle wasn't the best, but so so the Fiend and Bray Wyatt looks awesome. Seth Rollins is supposed to be defending his title in two weeks in Hell in a Cell against The Fiend. Seth Rollins has been rendered motionless, speechless, can, bar- can barely open his eyes. Seth Rollins looks like he's pissing his pants. At this point, WWE has to be pot committed that Bray Wyatt wins this in quick fashion because Seth Rollins can't even get up off of his ass. He's so scared. <laughs> he's so scared. He's in the corner like... <laughs> come <laughs> on i don't know
2: brainy i'm sorry guys a lot of people love the fiend i do too but if you love the fiend he needs to have nothing to do with his damn title nothing
1: it will yeah. ruin him i'm telling you go with the angle we talked about where Seth. the title gets rid of the title because he's so scared he wants to find a way out of the match, and that's how he does it, by throwing away the title in a match. You
0: think that's good for a babyface to do?
1: <laughs> no. I think that's how you could turn Seth heel again, where he was you, far think, more you, think,
0: you think Batman turns the power
1: off of his bat signal so that way he doesn't have to deal with the Joker? He was sitting there cowering in the ring. There might have been a urine stain. I'm not entirely sure.
0: Glenn, I hope we never have to rely on you to be the, to be the heroic savior of our society.
2: Turn off the pants.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: Oh, my God. I mean, remember how another thing I just saw, some old, not old school, but a little bit older, uh, what do you call it, um, Shield stuff, and if Rena was chanting Hounds of Justice and stuff like that. Could you imagine, like, to go from that to what we just saw tonight? I mean, I do like it because it makes The Fiend look even more badass, I think, and scarier and crazy, which is cool. But that's your number one baby face again. This is WWE again screwing up Seth Rollins. What the hell is with boy, so Why him? You could have picked anybody else.
1: It should have been be, Braun. But higher horns back. Make anybody else do it, but him. He's your champion. Oh, oh, you mean the... for the for the few? No, I was gonna say that's why Braun should have been champ. I think Seth his champ has been so boring. And I know, and I
0: know, I've gimmicked it, but this this goes back to why I why I was gimmicking the whole pot committed WWE is they are, they, they have all their chips in, they have no choice now, but the Fiend has to walk out of hell in a cell as the champion and he has to do it. uh He has to do it um definitively again, Seth Rollins, burn. Seth he Rollins burn the title, sacrifice it. Seth Rollins is so scared. He can't even, I thought when tonight, when the Fiend was on all fours and when Braun Strowman had got back up and they were like, again, like nose to nose, I thought maybe Seth was going to attack The Fiend from behind and at least try to get you know some 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 punches in but he didn't, he couldn't even do that he's so scared this WWE is almost like they've abandoned they've abandoned any heroic babyface right now it's almost like they have committed to you know the, the the Joker character who just wants to see the world burn it's almost like they've committed to The Fiend just wants to see WWE burn The Fiend is overtaking the production he was in the WWE signature go back and watch it He messed up the graphics last week. It's almost like they've committed to the virus that is The Fiend just plaguing the whole show right now. They are pot committed. We will do the post-Hell and Cell podcast all together in a few weeks. They are pot freaking committed. They have to give it to Bray Wyatt at this point.
1: I think he should set the belt on fire, destroy it. If he gets that title, there's... He's wearing it. No. Yeah, it's just... He needs to like similar to the Joker, just make a point. Like I won this. Just, just
0: burn it. Yeah, like the, uh, and 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 the and the great performance of of, of uh, Heath Fledger as the Joker when he burns all that pile of money. Just burn the belt. What I mean, nobody talk about things that have never been done. We've seen titles tossed into the river or into the the body of water in Detroit. We've seen them tossed in the trash by Medusa. We've seen them modified. We've seen all kinds of things like that. We've never seen a talent Do you purposely think... put it in a trash can and burn it and, and, and sacrifice.
1: Well, here's it. the question. The last version of the Joker that Vince McMahon saw Jack Nicholson <laughs> or Cesar Romero, which one is Vince McMahon oh. more familiar with recently? Yeah. Okay. Well, there's that there's hope then there's hope then for where we're going with Bray Wyatt.
0: No, there's, there's, a... there's, there's hope because Bray Wyatt seems to be at the Bray creative home. helm with this right now.
1: Yes. Yeah. Joker movie, you guys excited for it, or you think it's already oversaturated, already uh, played out?
2: I love that character, so I was I'm
0: going to go watch it. Right, I hopes. So. And I'm intrigued that De Niro's in it. I'm intrigued that Mark Maron from Glow, Mark Maron, mm-hmm. plays the Joker's agent uh, in yeah. the movie.
1: Speaking of which, Glow renewed for a fourth and final season at Netflix.
0: Indeed.
2: Great show, really
0: yeah. Good show.
1: Nice to see how they wrap that up. Uh, so we went off the air with a loop of Bray Wyatt laughing tonight. Seth uh, Rollins cowering, sucking mm-hmm. his thumb, calling for his mom, while sure Braun Strowman just laid, taken out. Uh, that being said, creatively, maybe not the most diverse or interesting Raw, but I thought tonight they gave the guys a chance to wrestle and we saw some good in ring action. And next week is the season premiere. Yeah. So whatever that means. What else is going on in the world of wrestling? Any news stories we should hit quickly, Justin?
0: Well, we kind of. Glossed over some of them, but I'll just go through real quick. Uh, so again, season premiere next week. It uh, <laughs> is <laughs> season premiere.
1: But like we were saying this ironically and mocking it, and now we're saying it like legitimately.
0: Yeah, it's no. ex- it, it's expected that next week that uh, Raw and SmackDown are going to have new uh, stages and sets. They are going to be distinctly different. Um, you know, so there's that to look forward to to kind of give its own identity. Also, uh, WrestleVotes at WrestleVotes, who's you know been been pretty reliable in their in their tweets and their uh, reports, uh, expecting that Pyro is going to be brought back to WWE Television uh, as soon as next week. Uh, that's something that's been going away for a while. It was always believed that it went away because of um, uh, budget uh, you know, budget expense cuts. Excuse me. And then obviously the other, the other note we had that we already touched on was Lacey Evans getting pulled over in Canada and staying in character. So that's kind of that's kind of the, the best of the best right now with the news today of, uh, of what to focus on. So again, we, we, you know, I know we'll all be back together tomorrow night for SmackDown. We'll be back together on Wednesday for NXT, but really the countdown is to next week. Cause next week is when um, the business is going to change.
1: There you have it, Matt Morgan, anything to plug before we uh, take this home? Yeah.
2: Ever to get here. Good Lord. Um, but uh, real quick guys, um, you guys have heard me talk a little bit about, um, my story on addiction and how I first got, uh, never really heard how I got sober. Maybe many of you don't even know I was a functioning addict. My first five years of my wrestling career, my entire WWE run, I was a fully functioning painkiller addict. So the other day I had an opportunity to tell my story, got it on a uh, tape. It's on my Facebook page. Any of those of you that are interested, you could see it. It's on a uh, Matt Morgan. My Facebook page is Matt Morgan for Longwood, Matt Morgan for Longwood. I would put on wrestling Inc, but, uh, our trusty Raj is not here to be able to do so for us. So check out my Facebook page. It's my last post I just created. And you guys could check out my story on overcoming addiction and helping other wrestlers.
0: Very and, cool. And to that point, Matt, I got to say, I saw a lot of the really positive feedback. And I didn't say a lot when we were on the air about that last week. But we got talking about Big cast and you really opened up. And I give you huge props to having the, the the courage to do that. That, that was really <laughs> really, really brave of you, and I saw a ton on social media uh, after that of, of just you know people relating to whether those mental health or whatever the fact, and like that was it's pretty. Cool. Par- I mean, I know we all like I know we all kind of joke around and we bust each other's balls, wow. but that was a that was a pretty pretty powerful. Yeah, yeah. So just props to you for being able to do that because that was <laughs> that was that was some strong stuff. I was sitting here, everybody, and I, I I couldn't say anything. Cause I was like, I, there's nothing to say here. I was just listening to you and all like, wow, this dude's really just oh, putting out there. You.
1: Yeah, I got some very nice DMs from people, and uh, people replied. uh, Glad people really enjoyed that. Go back and watch those episodes. I think uh, some of the best discussions we've ever had on this podcast last Monday and Tuesday. Uh, Tomorrow night, we'll be back for all the SmackDown coverage. Until next time, folks, I'm Glenn Rubenstein, and we'll catch you back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care.